Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Superfly75. You're listening to OnTheWizardRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWizardRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm dragging ass right now. I tried to take a nap. Just wasn't going to work. Tired. Sleepy. So I'm going to do this now. Then go tanning. Then when I come back, I'll just fall out. Because I'm sleepy as fuck. Okay, yeah, got a lot to cover. I always say that, but then sometimes it'd be a lot, and then sometimes it don't. And we'll see how this goes. All right, let's get to it. (sighs) Let's see how many people low-key bite off. No, I take that back. Mofo's... Mofo's been low-key biting off my stuff. Not that I care. But it's not, it's not the same. Don't ever think your content is on par with mine. I've literally watered my stuff down over the last few years just to stay on this platform. So please don't ever, ever think that your content is, is on par with mine. Please don't ever make that mistake. And that's a shot at whoever. It's a shot. I'm just gonna. I'll just leave it at that. It's a shot. All right, everybody's in the building. Usual suspects: Sydney, hey, hair like wool. Oh, 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 oh. When she's here early, I got to. I got to get some act right. <laughs> Lamont Santana, Tony Anthems, Chapman, Walt Diddy, aka Sigma Lifestyle. Indeed, 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 indeed. High Chief. Hi, Chief. Is that Raw B's voice? I don't know who Raw B is. Not. No, that's not. No. No, it's not. No. I don't deal them sectors, man. I don't. I stay the fuck away from them people. All them people. <laughs> Nick's in the house. Um, Free Zone, what's happening? Mr. K2D2, what's happening? What's happening? Carrie, hey, hey, hey. Let me get caught up in these comments and get everybody the acknowledgments. I see everybody. I see everybody. All right. All right. I am up. I'm tired. You don't understand. I'm tired. I need naps. A1, what's happening? B Diva, what's happening? All right. Let's go ahead and talk this talk. 
That's why y'all showed up because I'm gonna talk this talk and say these things and possibly get this get in more trouble, you know. Um, Angela, what's happening? All right, all right, all right. Where should we go first? Let's do this. Now there's the month of Jason, and then there's the Jason Society. Shout out to Martina. So let's go over the Jason Society first, okay? Yeah, listen. I don't even, I don't even trip. I just hope, I just hope he doesn't think his shit is on par with mine. Like, it's obvious I've watered my stuff down. For those that have known me and followed me long enough, y'all know how much it's been watered down. Just to keep this on here. So, I would, I would hope he doesn't think his shit is, it's, no, 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 no. See, once again, I'll say it. For all those that came and went, it's a difference between you reporting from the inside and then there's a difference from you actually being on it in the inside, okay? All those guys that had used to report on it from the outside, they've left YouTube. They go elsewhere to talk their smack. I'm still here. I'm not as raunchy with it, but I'm still here. And then... I'm being accused of being an agent provocateur. But when I check my bank account, I don't have agent provocateur monies in the account. How does that work? Because if I'm going to be an agent provocateur, I expect to be well paid like one. Okay. But nonetheless, I take it as a compliment. Thank you for letting me once again live in your head rent free. It seems... Every stream you fire up for the last month, you cannot keep my name out of your mouth. But I thank you. Thank you for giving me the attention and the extra eyeballs. I want to thank your subscribers that sit here and watch me from the clouds and take what I say and then mishmash it up and run it back to you. And then you don't know what the hell you're talking about because of misinformation. But thank you. I thank the lot of you. Hey, it's, it's, it's not easy being me, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. This is rude. All right. I'm awake. I'm up. I'm up. Yes. I'm going to watch the Spence Crawford fight. Why? Who's not going to watch that fight? You know, they, I mean, that's what they do, bro. That's my own trip. That's my own trip. All right. Um, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Where should we go first? Let's go to, what's his name? Tafari Campbell. So, oh, no, no. There's Jason Season and the months of heavy ritualistic offerings, July, August, September, October, November. And then there's the Jason Society. There is a difference. But still none the same, you know. Let's get into the Jason Society, shall we? Because a lot of people don't didn't know of the society itself. It's an actual society, which ties into Oppenheimer and Christopher Nolan, which I will do this in two parts. So first part of this show is the Jason Society. The very end of this show, we'll get to part two and the connections of the Jason Society with Oppenheimer and Christopher Nolan, his brothers, <laughs> the government, 
All right, these people are not here just off sheer hard work and dedication. Please don't let Floyd Mayweather fool you. The hard work and dedication merely gets you noticed. All right, so let's get into the Jason Society. This is old stuff, but, you know, maybe new to some of y'all. Let's go. If you're familiar with the role that the Jasons have played. Today, we welcome Ann Finkbeiner here, who is going to tell us an amazing story of an elite group of scientists who lend the federal government their minds for a few weeks in the summer. Okay. Uh, Operation Paperclip. Come on. If you don't know this stuff by now, I don't know what to tell you. But, yes, the Jason Society, all the smarty art people that figure out ways to, you know, destroy the world. (laughs) I first heard about Jason at a physics colloquium at Johns Hopkins back in 1990. My husband, who is now retired, was a condensed matter experimentalist in that department. And afterward, I went with him to a dinner for the speaker, who was Freeman Dyson. He was doing a Jason study, he said. What's Jason, I asked. I don't remember what he said, but it was not an answer. So I spent the next few months working on a story for Science Magazine about Jason, and then 10 years later, spent about four years writing a book about them. Jason is usually written in capital letters as though it's an acronym for something. But it- well, we know what the acronym stands for they're not going to tell you they have their own version of the acronym but we know basically july august september october november okay every month without every year without fail the you know certain portals this time of the year as it transitions from spring summer to fall equinox because you know summer is pretty much at your peak of life and then fall is the the end and then the winter is the death you know what i'm saying so um yeah shout out to martina martina hooked me up and um it's not just me it's a lot of you guys too are just as, sh- as you know smart as whips so i can't take all the credit let's go isn't it's just the name you are familiar yes how would you categorize their performance over the last 60 70 years uh, i fo- i found their reports to be fulsome and very uh, the the members of jason's being very knowledgeable but i can tell you that they are rich in history and their technical expertise is sound the earliest jason's had been young manhattan project scientists or the students of those scientists okay the Manhattan Project, like I said, we'll wrap this up at the end. Part two of this has a ties to Oppenheimer and Nolan and even the black folks that helped on this project. STEM runs your life. STEM rules your life. Okay. It's not, I would argue, you could argue politics, finance, economics, but it's the STEM guys. It's the STEM guys. It's always been the STEM guys, the science, the math the agriculture, the things you need to keep society alive, basically. Yeah, agriculture, they play with the food, the sciences, you know, diseases, bioweapons, help keeps you alive or can kill you. Okay, let's go. So they inherited the Manhattan Project sensibilities that sometimes as scientists, you can almost inadvertently come up with the most god-awful weapons. When Jason was born, DOD called the group Project Sunrise. Working in secrecy, they tackle problems of defense, of space exploration, of environmental and global concerns. Now, normally when programs are created, they're never referred to as being born. Did anybody catch that? Most projects are created. They're never referred to as being born. Big, big difference. Okay. Meeting since 1960, the Jasons have been responsible for some major breakthroughs. In any case, they're generally hot shots. Of the roughly 100 Jasons over time... 42 have been elected to the National Academy of Science, Sciences, 8 have won MacArthur Awards, 1 won Mathematics Fields Medal, and 11 have Nobel Prizes. I was then invited by Goldberger, I think, to, be, to join this group, Jason. Jason turns out to be a bunch of academic scientists. Which at that time was a group of young physicists. Who spend their summers doing largely secret work. 
advising the government, or rather we're doing technical work for the government on all kinds of questions, not only military questions, but also various civilian questions. They started back in 1960 as part of the government's reaction to Sputnik. Many of the early Jasons were theoretical physicists, and though they branched out into other sciences, physicists are still overrepresented. Jasons work in groups in, of one or three or ten from mid-June mid through the end of July. They meet in a secure building leased from General Atomics in La Jolla. It, it means spending six weeks every year doing technical work on, on various interesting problems. Depending on how they're counted, they number between 30 and 60 at any given time, and they all have top-secret clearances, at least. And it's a negotiation between the members and the government. We have to find sponsors in the government for things we're interested in, and so the, the, they have to agree to pay us so much for working so many days on a particular problem. <laughs> this, is, this is hilarious to me at this point, but I'm not mad. This is fascinating stuff, but I'm not mad. This is old news. They've been doing this. Maybe new to some of y'all. That's all that matters. Let's go. As you'd expect, they are extremely independent. The, the reason the government likes us is because we are independent. Jasons were and still are invited to join not by the government, but only by other Jasons. The requirement for joining Jason is you have to have a tenured position so that you can always quit if you disagree with the government. Wow, so you can always quit if you disagree with the government. Nice. And you're also not bound to any industrial organization. Jason management, working with the government sponsor, decides which questions they're going to study. Jasons themselves work only on those studies they want to work on. They show up for summer studies when and how often they want to. So it has to be interesting to us as well as interesting to them. They don't need the money. They don't need the work. Our jobs are not at stake. They can be fired at any minute and not particularly care. They are beholden to no one in any part of the government. So we can be independent umpires when there are competing bids on a contract. This level of independence is unusual for government advisors and has occasionally gotten Jason into trouble. So you, we don't allow people to join Jason who are employees of a company? Well, Diddy, this falls right in, in line with your classes of, uh, of society, sir. Kudos to you. Um, synchronicity is a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? So I had no idea he was going to do his stream on the classes of society. Sure enough, here we go, a Jason video. And they're telling you <laughs> there's different classes of society. You're not getting in this club. <laughs> Let's go. And we don't, uh, we don't allow people who are still waiting to get tenure at universities. Jason has asked questions by various parts of the Defense Department, and in particular for its first 40 years by DARPA. We do have some ongoing studies with Jasons. The questions <clears throat> are about the technical problems of missile defense, or anti-submarine warfare, or nuclear test detection. Nuclear and other forms of scientific expertise. Jasons have been responsible for some major breakthroughs, including electronic battlefield or the sensor barrier, the laser guide star, a three-dimensional mapping of the ocean system, and many others. Or climate change, and in these days, bioterror and urban warfare. Bioterror and warfare. Okay. These are the brains that are why a lot of y'all Watch me right now. Had to get something in your arm to keep your jobs. These brainiacs are the reason why you had to get that thing in your arm to keep your jobs. Sorry, not sorry. Let's go. A three-dimensional mapping of the ocean system and many others. Or climate change. And in these days, bioterror and urban warfare. And between half and three quarters of these questions are classified. On the whole, the thing has worked extremely well over the years, but I think we've done a great deal to save money inside the government, especially in the military, because there are many 
expensive and very stupid things that the military does. So we've actually saved the money that would otherwise have been wasted. And if you do that, then you're responsible for how those weapons get, get controlled. So many of Jason's early studies were in support of the various treaties to ban nuclear tests. For instance, could a bad guy sneakily test his nuclear bomb in an underground cavern which would muffle its seismic signature so we wouldn't know he tested it? As it turns out, yes, he could, but only if the bomb were uninterestingly small. One kiloton or so. That's not small, but okay. Jason's early days were also the post-Sputnik glory years of science advising that was listened to and science funding that was generous. So Jason invented a way of communicating with submarines in the deep ocean by setting up an antenna thousands of miles long and sending out an extremely low-frequency signal that would bounce between the bedrock of the Earth and the ionosphere. So they went into the Vietnam War and invented a nice little gizmo. Um, so what also, what also uses the, ion, the, ion, the ionosphere? What other device created uses the ionosphere? Pop quiz. For the Air Force to use. But the Vietnam era was not like the Manhattan Project era. And Jason's university colleagues and students didn't think the Jasons were heroes. Quite the contrary. Jasons were public villains. So over the years, Jason has branched out away from DARPA to the intelligence community, Navy, NASA, Air Force, Department of Energy, and therefore away from physicists to mathematicians, material scientists, computer scientists, oceanographers, chemists, climate scientists, and engineers of all sorts. Their work is classified, and even when it isn't, if you ask a government bureaucrat whether Jason does him any good, his answer will be something like, Jason has traditionally been an asset to our agency. So I can, I can express to you my opinion on the two recent studies that were undertaken by uh, Jason's, one of which was a tritium study. Uh, I, I found their reports to be fulsome and very, uh, the, the members of Jason's being very knowledgeable about issues associated with, uh, with our programs at NNSA. Uh, I can't speak to the, to the history or the 60, 70 years of, of Jason's, but I can tell you that they are rich in history and their technical expertise is sound. Uh, I've actually asked my staff Chairman, to look into it to see what's happening because we do have some studies that we're undertaking with Jason. So mm -hmm. we want to make sure that if uh, there are some issues associated with uh, contract management, that somebody handles that because we do have some ongoing studies with Jasons. That's right. Pay them their money. In, in other words, you make sure they <laughs> pay them their money. Which could mean anything at all. And anyway, government policy is made the way sausage is, and you can't trace the end product back to any particular piece of advice. The Jasons themselves say they don't really know whether they're doing any good or not, and the bottom line is they must be or they wouldn't still be in business. Okay, you know what? I'm not even going to try to break this up. Let's get right into the, the Christopher Nolan-Oppenheimer connection. This is wild. Where is it at? All right. Now, for those that watch Oppenheimer, you know what I'm talking about. Let's go to this part first. At the very end, when Strauss was trying to get into the cabinet position, uh, he needed all he needed unanimous votes, and he didn't. There was three non-votes he didn't get, and then when his aide asked him, he said, "Well, who were the holdouts?" And the one holdout he mentioned, he called him a a brash young senator from Massachusetts named John F. Kennedy, right? And then this leads to a slew of, you know, you knew Kennedy was going to be a problem for them people moving forward he as a young senator he's already wreaking havoc all right these were the people that voted for strauss nomination right so senator richard russell democrat from georgia voted yay senator uh, albert gore or gore albert uh 
Democrat from Tennessee, yay. Prescott Bush. I didn't know this part. I did not know Senator Prescott Bush. <laughs> this is above all of our pay grades. <laughs> Shout out to Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Let's continue. Senator Barry Goldwater, Republican from Arizona, voted yay. Senator Strom Thurmond, everybody's favorite racist. America's favorite Democratic racist. Strom Thurmond voted yay for, for uh, Louis Strauss. Lyndon B., uh, Lyndon B. Johnson voted nay. And John F. Kennedy voted nay. Okay? These, are, these two guys, I forget who the third one was. These were the guys that kept Strauss out of the White House. Strauss had an ongoing beef with Oppenheimer, but we'll get into all that. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. I don't want to get to this part. Yeah, he says, who was it? He, who, who voted against my confirmation? And his aide ruffled through some p- papers and then looked at the camera and said, a young hotshot out of Massachusetts trying to make a name for himself. John, John Kennedy. And the movie ends. And then it, it, it just... All right, then your thoughts just go. Your thoughts just ponder. All right, where is that article at? Where's the article? I'm gonna get out of here. And that and that. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. Here we go. All right, Christopher Nolan's brother Matthew, a suspected hitman, who went by the call sign Oppenheimer, went by Oppenheimer. <laughs> There's no such things as coincidences. Let's continue. Let's continue. In 2009, Matthew Nolan was arrested and charged with the murder of accountant Robert Cohen in Costa Rica. Okay. Now, they were trying to spin it, right? They were trying to spin it. Here we go. Uh, okay, so a a Twitter guy kind of put it out there, right? He said, learning that Christopher Nolan's fugitive hitman's brother, codename is Oppenheimer, is is what actually turned me around on him entirely as an artist. Immediately made me want to revisit everything. Okay. Now, he has two other brothers, Matthew and then Jonathan. Jonathan is also his uh, his co-writer on on his um, screenplays. Okay, so... Let me, where we go, where we go, where we go. Christopher and Jonathan have never spoken publicly about their older brother. So here we go. According to court records summarized by casetext.com, Costa Rica unsuccessfully applied for Nolan to be extradited from the U.S. in 2009. In their records, they made a number of claims about the situation and the circumstances surrounding Cohen's death. Another man, Luis Alonzo Douglas Meja, was initially convicted of the murder in 2005, but the extradition court documents point to Nolan's involvement as a hired killer. Another Hollywood son of a hitman, Woody Harrelson. His daddy was a hitman. <laughs> That's why every time you watch um, what movie he did, the crazy movie, Natural Born Killers, it's like, I could see Woody doing that. <laughs> I see where Woody gets it from. All right, everybody knows about Woody Harrelson's daddy. All right, let's continue, let's continue. Costa Rica contends that Meja con- uh, contacted the accused Nolan 
and for a still undetermined amount of money, hired his services, both of them planning the manner in which they would deprive the victim of his freedom in order to late murder him. However, the site also states that Costa Rica did not submit evidence corroborating its assertion that Meja hired Nolan for the express purpose of murdering Cohen. Okay. Um, okay. So there is more evidence and testimony about his code name, though, as he seemingly did use the name usually associated with the man who invented the atomic bomb. Within the court documents, it seems there is a pro uh, provable evidence that Matthew Nolan used the alias Matthew McCall Oppenheimer, which includes testimony and email records where he refers to himself as M.M. McCall Oppenheimer. According to a 2010 article on the case by British newspaper The Times, it suggested Nolan chose the name Oppenheimer to link himself to the immensely wealthy, wealthy Oppenheimer diamond family. The choice of Oppenheimer as a name appears to be related to the South African diamond dealers and not the scientist J. Robert Oppenheimer, who is the focus of Christopher Nolan's latest movie. Believe what you want. This is not a coincidence, period. Matthew Nolan was never convicted of being a hitman or of any involvement in the murder. In 2009, four years after the death of Cohen, he filed for bankruptcy in Chicago. He was arrested by FBI agent Pablo Araya that year and formally charged with Cohen's murder by Costa Rican authorities. However, however, a judge in the U.S. did not see sufficient evidence to extradite him, leading to the Central American country eventually abandoning their request in 2010. While being held in the what we call the MCC, that's the Fed building in Chicago, Nolan attempted to escape and was sentenced to 14 months in jail as a result. After serving his time, Nolan was released. His current whereabouts and condition are unknown. Okay? Take it for what you want. Take it with a huge grain of salt. Take it with a huge grain of salt. Take it with the biggest grain of salt you can swallow. All right? The biggest grain of Himalayan salt. Okay? Yeah, so everyone pretty much is on the same. Okay, Nolan was raised in London in the 1970s with his brothers Matthew and Jonathan. Christopher and Jonathan went to Hollywood when they grew up. Matthew pursued a career in property development in Chicago. He married an American woman for, for a time. He seemed like a, a conventional and ordinary life lay ahead. Uh, Matthew Nolan's trajectory changed in the early 2000s when he crossed paths with a Florida-based gem dealer named Robert Bresca, who had a controversial history as a drug trafficker. This meeting marked the beginning of a series of unfortunate events that would drastically alter Matthew's life and forever mark him as Christopher Nolan's fugitive brother. Shortly after meeting Bresca, the drug trafficker accused his accountant, Robert Cohen, of embezzling approximately $7 million from his bank account. So here we have the framework. Here's the plot. Cohen put the blame on his business partner, Mario Quintana, who was discovered dead soon after. According to court records, that's when Christopher Nolan's brother, Matthew, got involved. Bresca introduced Matthew Nolan to Cohen under an alias, portraying him as Matthew McCall Oppenheimer, the heir to the famed Oppenheimer diamond fortune, which is an interesting fact considering that Christopher Nolan's latest film shares a name with his brother 
Then on March 6, 2005, Matthew met with Cohen in San Jose, Costa Rica, with hotel bellboy Luis Alonzo Douglas Meja allegedly conspiring with him. Tragically, this was the last time Cohen was seen alive. On March 10, 2005, Costa Rican authorities discovered Cohen's lifeless body, evidence suggesting he had suffered severe beatings and torture leading to organ failure. Meja was convicted of the murder and Christopher Nolan's brother Matthew remained free for several years. 2009, during a period of financial distress that led to bankruptcy, he was arrested by FBI agent Pablo Araya, who had been investigating the Cohen murder, blah, blah, blah. So here we go. He was caught with contraband, including a razor, a harness, a metal clip to unlock handcuffs and a makeshift rope fashioned from bed sheets. As a result, he faced additional charges of obstruction of justice and possession of contraband. Christopher Nolan's older brother, Matthew, so they say, remains in a Costa Rican prison facility to this day. Uh, let's see. Okay. So they say. All right. All right. Okay. There's the whole, that's the whole Jason Oppenheimer thing. <laughs> let's get to this real quick. Wait, wait. Nope. 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 Mm, nope. X out of that. X out of that. Let's get to Jason. Um, let's get to Gilly. Oh, look, that's Wallow. That's Wallow. Let's see. Let's see what they're talking about. Wait, so is Wallow not a Muslim? Wait, wait, Philly cats. So Wallow's not a Muslim? I, I thought I thought Wallow was a Muslim. He's not a pallbearer. I hope we. Uh oh. Wait, 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 wait. Is that good standing? Now, first things first. Before I say what I'm going to say, I've watched plenty of Muslim funerals where they did not carry them on the shoulders. Now, everybody knows in large business, when your casket is on the shoulders, that means you were received in good standing. Please don't debate me on this. Just don't. I'm not going to even entertain anything outside of that. Okay, but let's continue. Let's go. Gilly the King laying his oldest son, Devin Spady, to rest on Monday. Spady, who wrapped under the name Young Cheese, was killed in a shooting at the corner of Masher and Nidro last Thursday night. Family friends we spoke with believe losing a son to gun violence will motivate. Once again, do not debate me. I have plenty of funerals where they're not on the shoulders. Normally in the lodges, when you are on the shoulders, that means you were received in good standing. It's a good thing. All right. Now, why is Wallow not a pallbearer? I thought he was a Muslim. So he's not a Muslim. But Gilly's a Muslim. But Gilly didn't lead the life of a Muslim. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, let's go. Gilly even more to stay active in his fight. But they also know... Philly cats are the most violent Muslims in the country. How do y'all do all, all y'all hadiths and your safas and y'all pray three? Y'all the most violent group of religious folks. The most violent group of nigger religious folks. Like I can't take a Philly Muslim serious. How do y'all, how do you guys make sense of, of your hypocrisy? How? How do Philly cats, if, if you are a Muslim, how do y'all, Makes sense justify your 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 hypocrisies and contradictions how how does that work 
Y'all some of the most violent cats in the country under a religion. He can't do it alone and say the community has to step up and take action. I hope we... Yeah, 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 Gilly yeah, yeah, the yeah. King I, I'm laying over his it. I'm over it. Let's say, well, let me get to y'all in the comments. And no diss to Philly, but y'all some y'all some of the biggest religious hypocrites. I don't know who's a bigger a religious hypocrite, Philly Muslims, or the uh, them uh, the black the, the the Power Ranger guys. <laughs> Where are those the black Hebrew Israelites, Hebrew Israelites, Philly Muslim cats, two of the biggest farces under religion. Y'all make that make sense. Y'all make it make sense. <laughs> Y'all make it make sense. How? How? Drowning me. How? None of these so-called Philly Muslim act. I'm just saying. <laughs> they grow the beard. You, you know, you do the, I mean, you know what I'm saying? You, you wear the garb and come on down. Ain't nobody. Y'all ain't fooling nobody. Hey, y'all ain't fooling nobody. Like, ain't nobody. Nah. Hey. You know what? If it makes sense to y'all, that's all. It, I guess that's all that matters, I, I suppose. Okay. Now let's get to the next Jason victim. I love how after everybody dies, all these videos come out of them just, you know, where is it at? Where is it at? Nope. 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 Here's the chef. Obama's former chef. This nigga. Can Mixed stroke, 25 yards. Backstroke, 100 yards. Freestyle, 200 The average person couldn't do this. The average person couldn't complete this water workout. He did it in 34 minutes. That's a pretty good swimmer. That's, a, I would dare say, a strong swimmer. Dare I say that's a pretty strong swimmer. This Negro could swim. Now, I don't suggest you go swimming in Martha's Vineyard. But, by all accounts... This guy could swim. Okay. This guy could swim. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, so 175. Freestyle. Backstroke 100 yards. Breaststroke 25. I couldn't do it. I, listen, I couldn't do I couldn't breaststroke 10 yards. 37 minutes. This guy can swim. This guy's a strong swimmer. What are we talking about? Okay. So what are we talking about? I love how guys that can swim just drown. But okay, 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 okay. Let's now let's do this. Let's switch. Let's get to Bron Bron. Let's get to Bron Bron. Now I have my little monologue I'm gonna say. So I'm just gonna say this. I've said this before many, many times, many years ago. I've always said the firstborn son is probably the most important offering one can give. Okay, not the firstborn daughter. No, it's always the firstborn son is is the most 
powerful offering that one could give. Now, of course, the young man is not has not passed on, has not tra- transitioned, but clearly there's damage to his heart that is that is uh, you you can't you can't fix. So now, if, did y'all re- forget that every college student nationwide, for the most part, if it was a public school, right, had to take the inoculation? Now I'm surprised they didn't give his son a placebo. So where I'm shocked is I thought him being LeBron, the son of LeBron, they would have they would have given him given him a placebo. He'd be like, okay, we got you. We're gonna take care of you, you are peoples. Well, apparently not. Apparently LeBron is not high up the food chain as most of y'all thought he was. His son couldn't even get the placebo. That means you're not important. You understand? So we said, give it a couple years after this thing dies down, you're going to see a bunch of athletes start keeling over. He is no different. The only reason I thought he would be different is because of of who his daddy is. And it seems to me he is not protected like I thought he would be. All right. Cardiac arrest is nothing to play with. Nurses, please chime in. Please chime in. All right. Clearly, this is this is proof that. LeBron is not as protected or his family is not as, as protected as most people thought they would be. Why was Bronny not given the placebo instead of the real deal? Okay. Well, of course, you know, with the China thing, the incident with China pretty much told you he was a puppet, but still I would figured they, they would have, you know, hooked him up with a placebo. So, oof. His heart, yeah, his heart has damage now, but, you know, we'll see how this all plays out. We'll see how it all plays out. What does Dr. Sanjay Gupta has to say? Is it going to be an ad? Is this going to be an ad? Okay. That Bronny James, who is going to be a freshman basketball player at USC, suffered cardiac arrest while at a practice yesterday. Let me read a statement that was just provided to us by the family. It says... Yesterday, while practicing, Bronny James suffered a cardiac arrest. Medical staff was able to treat Bronny and take him to the hospital. He is now in stable condition and no longer in the ICU. We ask for respect and privacy for the James family, and we will update the media when there is more information. Uh, LeBron and Savannah, the parents of Bronny, wish to publicly send their deepest thanks and appreciation to the USC medical and athletic staff for their incredible work and dedication to the safety of their athletes. So uh-huh. cardiac arrest while at a practice yesterday, importantly and crucially, before we have any more discussion, mm-hmm. resting comfortably, no longer in the ICU. Let's get right to CNN Chief Medical Correspondent, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Sanjay, you've now seen the same, Andy Scholes, I'm told, is with us. All right, because we're going to get to this thing once again. It should be no surprise. The only surprise is I thought they would have given him a placebo, but don't act like... They made this this mandate nationwide for public universities and state colleges that your kids, for them to either continue to go to school or to be entered into the school, they had to get the inoculation. I believe the private universities uh, were off limits. Somebody please correct me if I'm wrong. But let's continue. Uh, if we, okay, okay, let me see. Where you at, Walt? Where you at? Where you at? 
Uh, it was a code three when they came to get uh, Young, and if he was anywhere else in L.A., yeah, USC campus would have been, uh, he would have been DOA because of traffic. Oh, tra- yeah, 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 traffic in L.A. is... Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. This as well. Uh, Sanjay, you've now seen this statement. Give us a sense of what you see here, what this means to you. Well, so he's, he's 18 years old. Sounds like he had this sudden cardiac arrest. There was a very fast, it sounds like, resuscitation taken to the hospital. But as you point out, given the fact that he was in the intensive care unit but was then able to, to leave the intensive care unit and is on a general care floor, that, that is obviously uh, the, the most important sort of headline there. Obviously, the, the cardiac arrest, what exactly triggered that, what caused that, that's what the doctors are going to be sort of investigating. Damn all that. Let's get to it. We'll come back to this. USC vaccination man policy. Do 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 do. Let's see what it said. Oh, oh. Let's see what it said. This was issue three five twenty one, last revised on May nineteenth. So let's see. Let's see where did it go. Purpose of this USC. Okay, community, including universities, faculty, staff, students, vendors, visitors, and patients to comply with federal, state, and local. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're not getting away from this. The policy applies to all USC faculty, staff, students, contractors, and others who perform work or provide services for USC with the exception of employees who work at Keck Medicine of USC including but not limited to those who work at Keck Hospital of USC, USC Norris Cancer Hospital, and USC Vertigo Hills Hospital. Basically, individuals are considered fully inoculated if they have provided verification of having received all doses of series of... Ooh, sorry. You're not going to get away from this. Okay, USC strongly recommends all students, faculty, and faculty become fully and receive. Okay, some students, faculty, staff may be subjected to heightened requirements related to COVID-19 vaccine due to continued requirements within L.A. County, blah, blah, blah. You're not walking away from this, y'all. Eventually, you will all comply. You eventually will all comply. Now, oh, here we go. Here we go. So USC will no longer, will no longer require. So for those that can't read or those that slate the class or you came late or you got bad vision, you, you got 2010 vision, will no longer require this. So he was, so he was already hit up. Once again, my only surprise was I thought they would give him the placebo because of who his daddy is. The announcement was made via email and is set to start in summer of 2023. That means everybody before this hits, y'all got it. Had to get it. So you, all y'all unfortunately fell or for the okie doke or, or bent the knee, capitulated, pick a term, acquiesced, subjected, uh, you know, laid down, you got down, pick a term. Everybody at USC had to play ball. <laughs> They all got it. They all got it. So let's not, you know, this, this, it is what it is. It is what it is. Why do you always come in with the LOL? What do you be LOLing about? 
Uh, <laughs> okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Why are we still believing? I'm I'm just telling y'all what what USC had required. So if 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 you want to believe this is all for play play, cool. Once again, I've, what have I always say? I'm not here to change anybody's position, uh, opinion, or religion. Okay. All right, let's continue. Let's continue. Let's get back to Sanja Gupta. But once again, if you're a student or you're a parent and your student took it and they get sick, you know, you're not going to be trying to hear, no, well, I think this is all a distraction. These are real people getting affected by this. So let's not minimize real people's plight. There are, there are real people out here really suffering because of this. I don't know how many emails I get right now. People be like, yo, I took it. I'm feeling a certain way. I say, go to Mac. Go to Mac, go to Form Runner, go over there. I can't help you. I can send you a prayer, good wishes, good tidings. I can't help you. Go to go to Form Runner. There's a lot of people right now sitting on pins and needles because they, they had to take it for whatever reason. They st- I still get emails asking, what can I do? What can I do? Go to Form Runner. I can't help you. Out of, not my wheelhouse. All right? Don't act like some of y'all that done took it ain't already just sitting there like, Hmm. Am I next? All right. Okay. Let's continue. Let's continue. Getting over the next several days. Uh, this is rare. Um, we know that a few thousand people who are who are uh, young athletes do suffer sudden sudden cardiac arrest every year. There's all sorts of different. Wait. When these athletes were dropping, the soccer players were dropping. Nobody was saying, "Hey, I don't believe what's going on here." You can't have it both ways, y'all. Listen, either you believe this is happening to people or you don't or you, you're you of the ilk. This is all distracting from what? That's why I want to ask everybody. What are, what are they distracting us from at this point? What was the sound of freedom distracting us from? Like, that's a legit question. I personally am getting tired of that of that statement. Distracting us from what? Wait, are you are you expecting us to feel bad? For, listen. Once again, if people, I don't judge. I've never said that's what y'all get. Nanana nah, nah, boo boo. I never made fun of people that had to take it. People had to have their own reasons for taking it. I said, if you took it, then you had your own reasons for doing it. Then, you know, God bless you. You made it. You did the right decision for what you thought was best for you and your family. I never knocked anybody for taking it. Not one time. Can you point on any live stream of me making fun of people that took it? Never, never, never. I said, you got to do what was best for you and your family. I get it. You know, let me move my chat over here. Sit in the way. I don't want to blocking up my face. Now, when when I when I was doing videos on 16, 17, 18 year olds, 12, 13, 14 year olds dropping like flies, you know, it, it's okay. We we believe this is happening to these kids, but you know, blah, whatever. I I I don't I don't I have nothing to say to that. I'm asking y'all, what is this distraction for? What are they distracting us from at this point? What are they distracting us from? Because I, I hear this all the time. This is a distraction, distraction. Distraction from what at this point? From what? They already told you what they're going to do. They're going to chip you. CBDC is coming. They're going to make you sit at home, live through the metaverse. They already told you what's coming down the pipe. So what, <laughs> what are they distracting us from? 
They've shown you their hand. Right? We're playing poker. You know, we're, you know, we're, we're bluffing. We're calling their bluff. And they're like, here, here's my hand. Here's what I got. Here's what I got. I got a dead man's hand. What you got? As a matter of fact, they don't even ask you what you got. They say, here's my hand. Now do something. Y'all acting like y'all about to go out and live in these mountains with Paul Bunyan and, and Grizzly Adams and shit. How many chips do you have on you right now? You got a chip in your phone, chip in your debit card, chip in your damn vehicle. How many, what, what are we talking about? How y'all winning this war against the oligarchs? You're on the internet. You're on social media, giving them your information. You don't put your thumbprint, your face, unlock into your phone. What are we doing? Come on, make it make sense. So where are they distracting us from at this point? I'm just, I'm just legit asking. <laughs> I'm just legit asking. They made y'all sit inside for two years. Now, this is where I can speak to my experience. I don't know what it's like to sit inside for two years. I worked. While the majority of y'all sat inside because you were deemed non-essential, I worked. You know, when I had these discussions with people, well, yeah, man, I, I was inside for two years or during the whole pandemic. I don't know what that's like. I was outside. I was outside. I don't know what it's like to be told to stay inside. Don't know what that's like. I'm sorry. No. You still have people to this day wearing masks. What? Distractions. Are they distracting us from at this point? They made fun of black people in a movie about clones. They don't care what you think. They said, here's my hand. Bust a move. Do something. What are you doing? They made fun of black people. All the conspiracy theories. They poisoned the food, the chicken, the hair. Underground laboratories, multiple doppelgangers. They made fun of y'all. And y'all sitting here, it was a good movie. I like this lie. I don't know what you're talking about. They made fun of you. Gucci man still out here looking like a damn fool. They made fun of you. The fuck y'all talking about? It was a good movie to me, Sly. Hey, you know what? Hey, it's good. I'm happy it was good to you. You like being... You like your beliefs mocked and joked about. Cool. Cool. Go ahead. Keep telling everybody they need to watch. They clone Tyrone because they telling the truth. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they telling us the truth. Okay. Y'all have at it. Y'all have at it. God bless you. I ain't never want to tell you to not to do, to, to not do anything. Have at it. All right. Let me get back to this. Let's get back to this. Whether we believe it's real or not. But when when somebody's black child falls out, the little white child falls out, ball players fall out, ain't nobody laughing. No one's like, oh wait, wait, wait. First thing y'all ask is, well, did he get did he take it? Right? Every time an athlete fell out, first question y'all ask, well, did they take it? You know they had to take it. 
And, and then the ones that didn't take it, like Aaron Rodgers, y'all made fun of. Right? When Aaron Rodgers like, I ain't going to do I'm not going to do it. Oh, that's white man privilege. Oh, okay. All right, okay. Yeah. Yo, people they don't even, black folks so, just so out of it, they don't even know when they're being, being made fun of. Um, yeah, man, you know, can you point us to the next, the nearest elevator so we can be out your presence? This nigga plays a pimp, a sassy pimp. This nigga played a sassy pimp. Can you um direct us to your nearest elevator so we can be out your presence? Oh, my God. Well, hey, but you know what? You like what you like. As long as you like it, my opinion does not matter. You like what you like. As long as you like it, it makes you happy. That is all that matters. That's awesome. That's awesome. Kyrie Irving, tarred and feathered. You think that you think they're done with his ass? Listen, they're gonna get Kyrie Irving back. They're gonna pay him back. Okay, they're gonna let him live for now. But by the time we, the next what, what year is this? Twenty twenty three. Give another four or five years. Something gonna happen to Kyrie Irving. These people don't forget. They're not going to let you one-up them, make them look bad for whatever reason. But come on, let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Reasons that can happen, electrical abnormalities of the heart. Um, we know, for example, with the Marhamlin, it was related to something known as cordius commotio, which is a blow to the chest wall. I still got people calling me crazy for the DeMar Hamlin thing. Black people. I ain't never heard a white person come at me crazy. I've never had one white person say, hey, dude, you're bugging. Never. It's always my own people, right? Let's go to YouTube right now. Look at all the black content creators. What they say, oh, you know, they go slide. He go with the cloning theories again. And, you know, sloppy with the sacrifices and stuff. It's always black people. I ain't never had a white person come at me sideways for what I've said or what I think took place. It's always black people. It's always black people. But I don't trip. It comes to territory. We don't know what happened specifically with, with Bronny James. But mm. um, uh, in any given year, this does happen thousands of times. Sometimes it can be a structural abnormality of the heart that was never really recognized until now. It wasn't recognized uh, until someone actually first has a problem with it. It could be a, an electrical problem with the heart. Uh, again, that was unrecognized till now. So we'll get. Wait, wait. And then I was telling people, I then I told people, I said, hey, if you got if you got it, then go get um, go get an MRI scan every six months to, to make sure you're not clotting up. Right. So if you got it, you took it a year ago, two years ago, two years ago. Are you going to get MRIs or CAT scans every six months to make sure you're not clotting up? Yes or no? Yes or no? Right. When when Rose Gold is in the building and she tells y'all she's in the bomber and she see all these clots coming through these with these dead folk. Are you going to get your six month um, MRI or CAT scan to make sure you're not clotting up? Yes or no. This is for those that got it. When's the last time you had a you got scanned to see if you shit if you got. The, you got the. Uh, <laughs> the stranger things up in your in your blood. Yes or no. Yes or no? Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's continue. Let's continue. 
more of those details. But again, you, the, the most important thing, thankfully, is that he appears to have been resuscitated successfully. And in terms of uh, how doctors are looking at him now, they think that he is stable enough to not need intensive. That boy's heart is damaged. He damaged goods. But let's look up with a cardiac. I mean, because usually it's cardiac infarction. But let's just layman's terms. Look at what a, a cardiac arrest really. What does that really mean? It's a very broad and general term. Basically, it occurs when the heart suddenly stops unexpectedly beating. The boy's heart stopped. The boy's heart stopped. The boy's heart stopped beating. Okay? The boy's heart stopped beating. How many people do y'all know in y'all families, granddaddies, uncles, cousins that have had heart attacks? They tell you it's the most painful thing they've ever gone through. Yeah. Don't they tell you, man, that was the, that was the most pain I've ever felt in my life when your shit just lock up on you. Yeah. So, I mean, stop me if you think I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm, I'm willing to be wrong. Yes, no. Okay. What are the four signs of cardiac arrest? Uh, let's see, let's see. Four signs, the four signs. Collapse suddenly and lose consciousness. That, that's uh, seemingly that's what he did and are not breathing or their breathing is ineffective or they're gasping for air. Do not respond to shouting or shaking. Do not have a pulse, right? I guess the first main symptom is when they grab their arm, not their chest. When they grab the left arm. Yeah. He is, he's, he's a walking liability. Bronny is, a, if, if we believe what took place, he's a walking liability. Okay. Only thing people can do at this point is that's it. That is it. As a matter of fact, not just detox physically, but detox mentally, emotionally, spiritually from all this shit, man. If I could go back to sleep, I would. Because this ain't worth it. Right? <laughs> Probably going to be the number one pick in the big three. <laughs> Why you do that, Glove Fortune? Why you say that shit? E. Had a coworker have it and coworkers had to get a, a pacemaker at 40 at 47. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, this shit is um Okay, so let's continue with the with the inoculations. Cause you know, this is affecting real people. This guy here, Nick Gaultier, was a healthy 33-year-old doctor. He was an audiologist former firefighter father of three on august 19th 2019 nick was required to get the tdap vax for his new position at fort hood that's military he was hospitalized on august 23rd with loss of feeling in his legs and right hand he was diagnosed with acute disseminated encephalomyelitis ademe transverse myelitis tendinitis and sensorineural hearing loss this is him now what are we talking about 
This man's 33 years old. You can still see. You can see. Look, look. Look at the size of his arm and forearm. This guy's in shape. He, you know, this guy was in shape. Now look at him. Just going back and forth between the two arms. They're just little dogs in my right leg. Keep breathing, honey. How many stories have we have we covered of this? Keep breathing. Man, if you don't put this man out of his misery. Put this man out of his misery. Keep breathing. Breathing. Bitch, I'm in pain. Bitch, I'm fucked up. What you talking about? Let's watch it. Let's go to his story. Wait, wait, wait. Let me stop this. Just going back and forth between the two arms. Let's get to his story. I just want to just humor me for a little bit. Humor me because I want to see his story. I'm just curious. Healthy military doctor suffers life-threatening injury. These are his lab results. Tetanus, antioxid, diphtheria, antioxid. Okay, so results from this test uh, research purposes only when it says manufacturer. The performance characteristics of this product have not been established. Results should not be used as a diagnostic uh, procedure without confirmation of the diagnosis by another medically established diagnostic uh, product or procedure. This is all this what this man has. ADEM, ADEM. This man's fucked up. Right-sided weakness, diffuse muscle spasms. This man's. Ugh. Possibly of AD, ADEM versus multiple sclerosis was raised. Uh, during his hospitalization, there was some fluctuation in the severity of the symptoms with sensory and weakness at times involving both legs, spasm of his limbs. The patient and family were convinced appropriately that his neurologic problems were related to his Tdap. Tdap. He has astasia, abasia on tandem gait, give way weakness in the lower extremities and distal right upper extremity. Outside comments on giveaway weakness. See what y'all talking about? He says I was administered a Tdap at my position at Darnell Army Hospital on August 19, 2019. Throughout the following week, my left leg began to feel like it was on fire. I had severe tinnitus in my right ear, and I would be woken multiple times a night by my right foot cramping. Finally, I was admitted into the hospital on Friday, August 24 days. That Sunday, I began to lose feeling and strength in my right arm. Shortly after, both legs went into severe spasms and cramps. The pain was excruciating. After this subsided, I was no longer able to lift either leg while laying. My right arm lost significant strength and sensation. I nearly, I lost nearly all sensation to my penis and bladder spasms began. I also kept, I also lost hearing in my right ear and had balance issues. Symptoms continued to progress the spasms and cramping extended to most mo most of my body. We continue to search for answers. What the fuck y'all talking about right now? He says, as symptoms continue to progress, there came a time where I didn't believe I would make it. A few days prior to this event, I said goodbye to my children and wife. I truly didn't believe I was going to survive. I was in respiratory distress, at times only taking one breath 
per minute. My body was spasmed and locked, and I went unconscious many times. I had hundreds of tests to confirm that the Tdap injured me. This man is done. Now let's continue. This guy here, Dr. Alfredo Victoria, died at 42. He was an expert. He was an expert. This man had 140,000 followers on TikTok. Let's see what happened to him. Bodybuilder and author Doug Brignoli, seemingly healthy man who cared for his body and ate healthily, died just months after he took the inoculation, claiming that it was safe and effective. Right? Professional basketball player Oscar Cabrera, 28, died from a heart attack during a stress, te- during a stress test in Santo Domingo. Cabrera disclosed that he had myocarditis, which he believed was caused by the, uh, the Pfizer he had been taken due to his professional obligations. He had no known health issues and collapsed during a match in 2021. Congressional candidate Richard Rowe, who was notorious for making fun of anti-inoculations, online died shortly after receiving his Pfizer shot. So the doctor, known to many from his regular appearances on Mexico to Today, he was a passionate advocate for the mRNA uh, inoculations. A 42-year-old public health specialist died, died in his sleep on Monday due to a myocardial infarction. He was otherwise in excellent health with no known pre-existing medical conditions. Uh, his energetic appearances on the TV show Mexico Today where he administered... Oof. He administered... Oof. To staff members on air were a testament to his unwavering commitment to the... Oof, this is horrible. He maintained a strong... Bruh. You know what? Mm -mm -mm. News of his his sudden death sparked a wave of sorrow across social media with his global fan base describing his passion as a tragedy. He was admired for his sincere dedication to public health and for his knack for presenting complex medical information in a clear, understandable manner. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Despite his significant contributions to public health, Dr. Alfredo's sudden death has sparked controversy. Many people who are skeptical of the inoculation have added him to the growing list of young people who have died suddenly from heart attacks or strokes that are suspected to be related to the uh, inoculation. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. I'm not, I'm not going to get into Joe Linder. Okay. Okay. Jason is off to a very strong start. I, th- I think Jason's going to be in good hands. Jason is in good hands. I think Jason is in good hands. You can go out and watch The Sound of Freedom as much as many times as you would like. Nothing's going to change. Oh, let's check out on the boyfriend. Carly's ex on again, off again boyfriend. He says Carly's actions created hurt, confusion, and dishonesty. I was made aware of the false narrative after coming to the defense of my ex, Carly Russell. 
Myself and my family's nature was to react in love and genuine concern. We are disgusted from the outcome of this entire situation. I strongly feel exactly like you all, blindsided with Carly's actions. This is still an ongoing investigation, but with all of the recent information and her confession, now we gain closure with this situation. Thank you to all my family, friends, and the nation for support through this. I want to also send prayers uh, and thanks to Ms. Angela Haley Harris, her team, and all of the volunteers. Thank you again for your unwavering support. The severity in this matter has not been overlooked, and I deeply respect the genuine support shared during this situation. Please continue to keep us in your prayers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nigga. Okay, nigga. Let's continue. The Jason show continues. What's the, what's this, what the heifer name? What's her name? The doctor chick. What's, let me look it up the notes. What is this broad's name? What is this broad's name? Quad web. Quad web has made an offering during, during, during Jason. Now I make it make sense. Y'all quad web. If you watch married to medicine, you know who this woman is a three-year-old. Drowns and quad webs pool. What is it with you black people not watching your kids around pools? What is it with you black people and not watching your kids at in these pools? I'm so behind on these comments. Bro, this is why I don't even waste my time telling people. I I stick I just do my, my little spiel. I stay in my corner and I do me. If you find value in it, that's cool. But I just be chilling. I just be chilling. I'm not out here sharing links to movies and stuff and this. Watch this. Guys, watch. I don't do that. I sit my ass in the corner and I be chilling. Okay? I be sitting my ass in the corner chilling. That's right. Eddie Curry, heart attack. Heart is damaged, man. I literally had to school my doctors on what they went to school for. It's, it's scary times out here. It's scary times out here. You know? Listen, I couldn't have. Once again, I'm, I'm one of those people like, get me up out of here. I'm not going to live like this. If I can't wipe my own ass, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I can't wipe my own ass, I'm out. Like, send me on my way. Send me on my way. Yeah. <laughs> Got any Dion? I do not. We can take a look. 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 Uh, let's see. I'm just catching up on the comments, y'all. Just bear with me. But quad web, quad quad web just made an made an offering during jason's season okay <laughs> keep your kids away from pools and we will be having these problems <laughs> he should have stayed with the strip i can't stand y'all right now i hate y'all right now i hate y'all right now <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Okay. Yeah, that's the first thing we ask. 
Did you get it? How many did you get? Hey, you know, look at all look at all the content creators that we know that took it. Okay. <laughs> Old man BGS took it. Uh, Obsidian took it. Uh, O'Shea took it. Who else? I don't know who I, I forget who else took it. You know. So like I said, there's batches. There's good batches. There's bad batches. You just pray to God you don't get you didn't get the bad batch. You know. If there's a way you could find out your batch number. And if it and, and determine if it was a good or bad batch, you know what I'm saying. So, um, you already know it's. <sighs> Wait, no links, no links, no links. My bad. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Disney sat on that movie. It was it it was it, it, it was in Fox. Disney acquired Fox. And it just sat. So yeah, if Disney didn't want this distraction to get out, they would have never sold the rights to the Angel Studios. So please stop this nonsense. Listen, I know movies and projects buried. You'll they'll never see the light of day. Okay, buried projects never see the light of day. All right, the movie just made a hundred million dollars. Sound of Freedom just made a hundred million dollars. Distraction where from what? Everybody knows of this movie. It made a hundred million dollars domestic on the least amount of screens possible. You have to look hard and, and, and wide, far and wide to find a sound of freedom in your local theater. Okay. It's not everywhere for everyone to see. Okay. So let's get to the, let's get to quad web quad quad. Did Kevin, Kevin Samuels took it for real. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. Star took it. This crazy ass, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> that crazy mofo. I didn't know Kevin took it though. Yes, right. Marcus Brownlee took it. That's right. That's right. That's right. So a lot of these dudes took it, you know, you neither need the expired batch or the good batch. So you can just only hope and pray that you got the good batch. All right. That's right. ARC did take it too. That's right. Okay. Let's get to this. Once again, Jason off to a strong start how this happened this took place makes no I, 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 I'll say a source close to quad web tells us the young girl Ari who died is quad's great niece the beast must be fed I told y'all if you are a friend or a family member to a celebrity and they got close access to you close access to you you might be in trouble you might be in trouble let's continue <sighs> okay quad web and family have suffered the loss of two beloved family members in separate occasions in just one week this has been an incredibly challenging experience for the entire family your understanding and support are deeply valued in this trying time we extend our heartfelt gratitude for the kindness and compassion shown by the public fans and media we we kindly request much needed privacy during this period of mourning as quad is taking time to grieve with her family this was the child y'all need y'all asses whooped that entire family needs their asses whooped now i don't mind you sacrificing your grown cousin you know what i'm saying <laughs> i don't mind you sacrificing if you're not gonna do your own kids if you too much of a pussy to, to off your own kids to, to offer them up then like a grown cousin 
the, a grown niece, a grown nephew, but not the babies. I personally am and 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 staunch opposition to the babies. Let, let the babies live. You know what I'm saying? Like this should not have happened. Let's continue. Let's continue. This is horrible. A tragic story out of Atlanta. She was three years old. Drowned in the home swimming pool of Mary to Medicine star Kwai Webb. Law enforcement sources tell police and fire in Cobb County responded to a drowning at Quad's Marietta home. The two men told officers they were hanging out around the pool before going inside, later noticing what they thought was a doll floating in the water. God damn. damn. All you bastards. Damn y'all to hell. Damn y'all to hell. Leave the babies out y'all mess. Wow, I can't believe my baby is three years old today. I remember you falling asleep, laying on my chest. You absolutely stole my heart. So this must be the mama. The moment I saw you, Ari, you're so... Oh, no, this is a quad. Uh, Ari, you're so special to me, and I'm grateful to be a part of your life. I got you forever. Yeah, you, you sure did. In perpetuity, in that contract. This was from 15 weeks ago. The uh, report states the men immediately called 911 after realizing it was the little girl. The child, The child who drowned is Ariana... Ari Rice, daughter of Tamika Webb, she was taken to a hospi- hospital where she's pronounced dead. It's unclear Quad was... They're never at home when they need to be. Duh. They're never at home. It's called Alibi. Quad posted, blah, blah, blah. That's the house. That's a nice house. That's a big-ass pool. That's a nice house. I'm not even going to front. That's a nice house. Okay, she spoke out about Ari back in 2020 when she was born, telling Daily Dish she's not my adopted daughter, noting the child has a mother, but adding she's in a supportive role for her. The beast eating good. This is this is horrible. I hate seeing children be used like this. Okay, let's let's get to the next story, and I'm gonna wrap this thing up before I get up out of here. Before I get up out of here now. Tori Kelly. Tori Kelly. All right. Once again, blood clots. Blood clots. Listen, that's going to be the, the, the theme for the next decade. Blood clots. Blood clots, blood clots, blood clots. All right. Reportedly fainted after her heartbeat quickened while at dinner with friends in downtown Los Angeles. Tori Kelly, everyone knows, well, um, whew, for a long time, she was, yeah, American Idol, but before then, she, you know, her, she could play guitar, and she'd do her little songs and stuff. She's come a long way. She's come a very, very long way. A very long way. Uh, Tori Kelly reportedly in the hospital being treated for blood clots after collapsing at dinner. Uh, fainted after her heartbeat quickened while out with friends in downtown LA. The source is telling the outlet that she was out for a while. According to the outlet, Kelly's friend then transported her to Cedar sinai for treatment where doctors found blood clots around her lungs and legs. Once again, I implore anybody that has received the inoculations, go get a CAT scan or MRI to, just to check for blood clots every six months. If you're not doing this, you are playing Russian roulette and you're going to lose. Please don't have Rose Gold come tell me a slide. You want to see who, who, I, who I just embalmed? 
Don't let Rose Gold tell me she embalmed you, bro. Shout out to Rose Gold. Uh, let's see. Sources told TMZ that Kelly's condition is really serious as Kelly has reportedly been in and out of consciousness. All right. All right. Did I miss anything? Is there anything else? Okay, I got that. Oh, oh, one more, one more loss. Now you can, this can be either way. Oh shit. Oh, bring them. Uh oh, wait, 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 wait. God damn it. Okay. Okay, this next one is going, and I'm gonna wrap this up. Coach K's brother passed away. Atlanta ATL, you know who Coach K is. He's the reason why Jeezy is Jeezy. And then he went on to coach, I mean, to manage Gucci Mane, the real Gucci Mane. Not Coach K, the other Coach K, y'all. Coach K, QC brother. Oh, you know what? Fuck all that. Just me go straight to my mom from IG, bruh. Let me go to my IG. Boop. Uh, let's see. Search. There we go. Now, this could be either way. I, 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 I really don't. This could be either way. But, I mean, since, you know, we're here, let's report it. Coach K. I am my brother's keeper. Last Monday, I lost my older brother, James Squeaky Yarborough, to his battle with cancer. My brother was the strongest person I ever met. Kind, loving, caring, and always spreading positivity. It's really interesting because only eight years older than me, I looked at him as a father figure. He taught and listened to me when I needed a voice or to be heard. Some things we talked about, I'll honor until I come meet you, bro. I am my brother's keeper. I had a hard time dealing with death, but now I understand that I just gained one of my strongest ancestors, angels to watch over me and guide me. There you go. That's how, that's how you look at it. There you go. I like that. I like that. Say it again. I had a hard time dealing with death, but now I understand that I just gained one of my strongest ancestors, angels to watch over me and guide me. That is how you should look at it. I like that. Shout out to Coach K. Squeaky, you really touched a lot of us folks so many young men that if you helped or took the time to have conversations with uh, them even my closest friends you became their big brother bro i love you with all my heart and will give it my best effort to try and fill those shoes that you walked in i am my brother's keeper ashe ashe okay could be something could be nothing but i like what he said I like what he said. Oh, oh you were cute, dog. Okay. Well, you know, hey, it is what it is. I'm not one to judge. I don't judge. All right. There it is there. All right. That's, I think this is going to wrap up my Jason show. I think it's going to wrap it up. Once again, please don't ever think your content is on par with mine's. My shit is watered down on purpose. Yours is that's the best you're going to get. All right. <laughs> yeah all right shout out to everybody that came to hang out 
is it an hour and a half? Yeah, I've been doing it long. I'm about to go outside and tan. It's hot as hell. So I'm about to go get my tan on. So with that being said, um, until next time, y'all have a good one. Peace. Wait, 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 wait. How do I want to take this out? What do I, I want to do? How do I want to do this? How do I want to do this? Let's go. Let's go. You know what? I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> the show goes on. The show goes on. This is my home. They're going to need a fucking wrecking ball to take me out. Wait, wait, wait. UPS is settled. I forgot one more thing. Not related, but I think it's still important. UPS is settled. Let's go check it out real quick. Let's see what did they get what they're asking for. UPS strike. Okay, they reached an agreement. Well, Diddy, here you go. They reached an agreement. They reached an agreement. Oh, here comes Matt. Okay. So does that mean Hollywood will be not too far behind? I don't know. I don't think that that thing's going to drag on for another month or so, at, at least, at least. But this is a good, this is a good thing. Yeah, thanks a lot, Sarah. We are following some breaking news. UPS and the Teamsters announcing they've reached a tentative agreement. This impacts 340,000 UPS union workers in the International Brotherhood of Teamsters nationwide. So just look at the Teamsters release right now. They say UPS has put $30 billion of new money on the table Whew. throughout the length of this contract. We have reached out to UPS. No response so far. Here's a few of the highlights from the release. Uh, existing full and part-time UPS Teamsters will get $2.75, uh, 75 cents more per hour this year. Nice. And up to $7.50 uh, more per hour over the length of the contract. One of the big issues of contention was the pay for part-time workers. Okay. Part-time workers will be bumped up to $21 per hour immediately. Nice. Uh, more wage increases throughout the length of this contract that will impact both full-time and part-time workers. Uh, the release also highlights that UPS delivery drivers will be among some of the highest paid in the nation. Looking at shares of mm. UPS right now, up more than 1.5% yeah. following this news. Again, UPS and the Teamsters reaching a tentative contract. This impacks 340,000 union workers that work for highest UPS. Shares of UPS crazy. up over 1%. Right now, we continue to talk about the impact that this could have had, potentially a $7 billion negative impact on the economy. If there were a strike, that strike appears to have now been averted. The contract now with a tentative agreement. Uh, the deadline was July 31st, something we continue to watch. But again, shares of UPS rising higher, now 2% higher after this tentative agreement that where UPS and the union, the yeah, teamsters okay. have agreed to broad Last wage increases across the board. Late. I'm back, but boy, this is a sigh of relief for it the overall economy, relief, right? All right, all right. So... The agreement is worth $30 billion. Shout out to unions. Uh, shout out to unions. This can only happen through unions. So existing part-time workers will get a raise to at least 21 an hour. Uh, if workers approved a new contract, the union said part-time pay was a sticking point. Full-time workers will get an, uh, holy shit, 49 bucks an hour. Woo, shit. Well, Diddy, you made a good point. Where are you at? Let me get you. Let me pull your. Let me pull your point back up. You made a good point. You said it's gonna be the last contract before they bring in the robots. 
<laughs> I said, this will be the last contract. The machine's coming. <laughs> hey, you know what? I can see it happening, brother. I can see that happening. Like, the hell with y'all. This ain't going to happen again to us. Yo, 49 bucks an hour? Hey, what did Biggie say? Don't be mad. UPS is hiring. 49 bucks an hour. Whew. Current workers will get a $2.75 more an hour this year and $7.50 an hour more during the five-year contract. The deal will also end mandatory overtime on driver's days off. That's crazy. Together, we reached a win-win agreement on the issues that are important to Teamsters leadership. This agreement continues to reward UPS, uh, UPS's full and part-time employees with industry-leading pay and benefits while retaining the flexibility we need to stay competitive, serve our customers, and keep our business strong. Now, my only question is, how does this affect third-party? Because I know a bunch of third-party guys that, that deliver for UPS and FedEx, and they get shitted on. They get treated like stepchildren. Like, seriously. Uh, workers still need to ratify the tentative deal. Let's see. Yeah, okay. This is a, man, 49 bucks an hour, bro. You know what? You know what's going to happen, right? Because <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, I've seen this rhetoric happen more and more. I'm seeing more and more, let's say, STEM guys. Uh, and, and other guys go at like warehouse guys because I, I, I'm hearing the, I'm hearing the rhetoric. I'm seeing kind of the, the shots back and forth, but I'm seeing a lot of, you know, STEM guys and even educated guys take shots at, at, at warehouse workers. Listen, 49 bucks an hour. I don't know how, how, how many STEM guys are going to make 49 bucks an hour. Listen, warehouse work is hard, it's tough, it's brutal work. But how many STEM guys are going to make 49 bucks an hour? <laughs> how many? Does anybody know what happened with Yellow Freight? Uh, okay, we'll take a look, we'll take a look, we'll take a look, we'll take a look. Like I said, I've noticed guys with degrees in STEM and STEM and, and whatever take shots at warehouse workers. These motherfuckers about to make 49 bucks an hour. I don't know too many STEM guys making 49 bucks an hour. 49 bucks an hour. That's ridiculous. Hell yeah, applying now. Don't they no shame in that. For the next five years, you know you're about to get 49 bucks an hour? I wish a motherfucker would say something to me. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Wall Diddy. Hey, warehouse guys about the <laughs> warehouse guys about to about to clap back on these STEM dudes. <laughs> 49 bucks an hour. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 40, 49 bucks an hour. <laughs> you got five years to get in, get your money, get out. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Texas, I never talk about other people, professors, do make banking other careers. For sure, for sure. I'm talking to them other guys, Techie. They be, they be, talking bad on warehouse workers they be talking real bad on warehouse workers i just be like okay all right yes yeah, so i was a part-time loader you don't come to the door right 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 yeah you gotta work through it i agree i agree you, you so what we talking about 
three years you could make way to the driver. I mean, shit, and just and just and just grind it out if you make a driver. Just grind it out. You know. I mean, listen, we eat the cost. You're eating the cost for immigrants. What's the difference? I'd rather eat the cost for UPS drivers than immigrants. I'd rather eat the cost for UPS drivers making 50 bucks an hour than illegal immigrants all day, every day. No questions. No questions. I, hey, listen, I work warehouse. It's, it's rough. It's if, if someone, listen, if for 30 bucks an hour, I'd probably go back to a warehouse just for 30 bucks an hour. I would go back to a warehouse like right now. Right now, if somebody said, hey, Sly, 30 bucks an hour, I'd be like, what do you want me to do? Is there a fork truck? <laughs> Is there a cherry picker around? Because <laughs> I can't load my, you know, listen, for 30 bucks an hour, I would go back to a warehouse. And I would have no shame about it. It would have no shame. You couldn't tell me shit. Okay. Shit. Oh, okay then. Yeah. I, I listen. No shame. Dolly, <laughs> Dolly on hand. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. Listen. Ain't gonna be no time for all this. 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 Uh. I don't know. This. This job classism and shit. I see a lot of people in in certain spaces kind of thumb their noses at people they deem lesser in certain industries, and I'm like. Don't, that's the wrong attitude to have, you know? That's the wrong attitude to have. Yeah, my homeboy been working for UPS for years and he, he ball. Yeah, plenty of money, man. Shit, hell yeah. Yeah. Ain't no shame in that. Ain't no shame in that. UPS about to be lit. UPS about to be lit. So let's look up Yellow Freight. Let's look up Yellow Freight. I'd wear that ugly ass brown hot ass outfit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's see what Yellow Freight talking about. Uh-oh, they made a deal. Nice. Nice. Everybody's like, but like Walt Diddy, like you said, brother, eventually these gonna be these gonna be the last two contracts. Cause once they're once the automation rolls in, they're gonna be like, to hell with all y'all. So they said uh, the company will pay more than 50 million it owed in worker benefits and pension accruals. So this was the, was this the viral moment with the guy talking about losing his pension for, for working 30 years? Was that a, a, a yellow, was that a yellow freight meeting or something like that? Agreement by central states at the urging of the Teamsters give yellow 30 days to pay its bills with the understanding the company will do so within the next two weeks. Yellow is the third biggest U.S. trucking company specializing in less than truck load segment that combines shipments from different customers in the same trailer. I know they do that. RNL does that. There's yellow, RNL, Estes. Ooh, it's a it's a quite a few trucks or companies that do mixed loads, right? And um, okay, so yeah, yellow, Estes, RNL. Sometimes UPS, if we couldn't get loads out on time, we would call a UPS truck. We do a mixed load for UPS, FedEx sometimes too, but they're, they're expensive, super expensive to do that, right? Its customers include large re- retailers like Walmart and Home Depot manufacturers and, U- and Uber Freight, some of which have paused cargo shipments to the company 
for fear those goods could be lost or stranded if the carrier goes bankrupt. Competitors who are grappling with a sharp drop in freight volume are expected to cherry pick the company's customers, trucking experts, and analysts say. Uh, Let's see. Oh, so Trump bailed them out in 2020 with the $700 million pandemic relief loan. In exchange, the federal government took 30% in in stake in yellow. So they couldn't afford to let this crash. The government. When in doubt, sell out to the government. Okay, so... Nashville, Tennessee-based company formerly called YRC has not significantly repaid that loan, which is part of a $1.2 billion in debt and it's scrambling to refinance before it comes due next year. Jeez, I'd quit them, man. Even if they paid, it'd be time to go to another carrier. That's crazy. Following years of worker givebacks, federal loans, and other bailouts, this deadbeat company has only lit itself to blame for being in this embarrassing position. Jeez. Okay. All right. So, yellow has averted its its strike. This is a this is interesting times we live in. Interesting times we live in. Interesting times. All right. Okay. Yeah, Schneider, Swift. Yeah, I mean, just so many different companies. Um, All right, I'm out of here. Y'all have a good one. Peace.